podcast. If you're not listening to podcast, the terrorists are winning. That's what Jay Moore says. Welcome to the podcast. Sit down and enjoy a pint. Welcome to the Money Pit episode of the podcast. Right off the bat, I have to admit that this one was a little different than our usual movie breakdowns. Uh, for the most part, I like to have on people who like the movie we're going to talk about. I want to dive into the details and minutia of the movie. Uh, or of a movie that they passionately support and root for? Well, this is not that case. Uh, this time, joining me are Allison, Eric, Rob, and Rachel. The four of us really like The Money Pit, but one of us really, really hates it. In this episode, you're going to hear four people talk about the funny scenes and our favorite class of quotes and all the usual stuff, and how this is Tom Hanks near the peak of the comedy part of his career. And then you're going to hear one person tear down this comedy for not having a good plot, uh, characters that weren't realistic and did nonsensical things, and an on-screen couple that lacked any shred of romantic chemistry. While all those things are true, uh, this is a dopey 80s comedy, and that's how most of them were. Anyway, get ready for some legitimate conflict as we break down the money pit. Anna and Walter are young, single, and in love. They've got good jobs, fabulous futures, a magnificent new home that they bought for a song. Who says they can't have it all? It's going to be fun fixing it up. You'll see. Need some work. Five grand, five thousand dollars? Just a deposit. A little work. When do you think you can start? Just as soon as your check clears. A little care. Do you really buy this house? Yes, it is. <laughs> a little imagination, and it's gonna be great. Hold Pit. If they've got what it takes, it's going to take everything they've got. Coming this Christmas from Universal Pictures. All right, Money Pit, 1986. I've said this seemingly in every other podcast, every other episode. This one is the most true or the most recent version of this. This is the shortest no-nonsense plot we've had so far. This is the record holder until something else comes along to beat it. Okay. Ten words. It's only ten words. Okay. A young couple struggles to repair a hopelessly dilapidated house. <laughs> the end. I think they could have been nine because they went with hopelessly and dilapidated. Yeah. They should have gone with only one. Well. Uh, descriptor. This, this is one of the – this is not a great one. So, anyway. Uh, overall reaction to the movie – Hold on a second, Rob, because I want to uh, serve this up a little bit before you jump in. Um, I want me, Allison, and Eric and Rachel to give our thoughts on the overall about the movie, and then, Rob, you can come in and uh, uh, Ruin it. unsheathe your sword and start <laughs> hacking away. But uh, we get... And I, we get into the 
opening song and the opening scenes, which I found funny and weird because they were so 80s and so stock oh, yeah. footage. Yeah. Stock shots of New York City. We yeah. even talked about it when yeah. we were watching it. Yeah. And the generic nothing intro song, yeah. like the, the theme that's song. That's so 80s, though. That's I know. They, they do that. So every movie did that. But overall, and this movie's on like TNT or TBS or whatever stupid channel enough throughout the year that you'll see bits and pieces. In our house, we see bits and pieces of it all the time here and there. Mm -hmm. I never watch the whole movie, but it's always kind of on in the background once in a while. And watching it start to finish, you know, not not doing something else while it's on, uh, it is... (laughs) I he- I hesitate to use the word great. Yeah. It, it is yeah. really a good solid eighties comedy. Yeah, dopey and it's nice. Uh, it absolutely <laughs> holds up. It's funny. It, it it's funny throughout. Obviously, most of the fun the funny stuff is sort of backloaded, but uh, there's good little lines, good little dopey things throughout the movie. It's solid. It's not quite Tom Hanks at the peak of his goofy period, his early period. That might be big in 1988, if you want to say his, his comedy period, really. Uh, and it's it's got to be Shelley Long's best or most memorable scene, uh, uh, role in film. In film. Right? Has to be. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. What was, what, was, what was the, She's wasn't there a Girl stuff. Scout? <laughs> yes, but. Uh, Drew yeah. Beverly Hills. Yeah. yeah that I, know, I, know, I, know, I feel like there's another movie that she was in. I can't think of it. Yeah. But because you can't think of it, that's Brady why Bunch. what I said is correct. Because, oh, Brady Bunch. Uh, so, <laughs> best and most memorable. <laughs> goddamn ridiculous career you just spouted off. Right. 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 <laughs> I left the number one sitcom for that. Right. Great. I've never seen it on TNT. I, li- I have not seen oh. this movie i think since the 80s or it must have been recorded in our house on a vhs cassette or something is that right yeah oh yeah we we catch it uh probably two or three yeah. times a year i mean we definitely rented it we did not see this in the theater and oh, at first yeah yeah at first rented the movie and it became like an instant classic in our house like it it's unlike any other. Uh, it has been quoted. <laughs> Hang on, Rob. So much. I mean, it's like ingrained yeah. into the fabric of our family's lives. Yeah. yeah. And, wow. and, wow. and not, and not just like a few of us, like top to bottom, yeah. every single member of our family. Yeah. 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 A, a lot of other movies in our house, it was sort of, a few of us liked it or, you know, it was something like mom, you know, we, everybody, but mom or whatever. <laughs> right. But this one, everybody, everybody in our family, yeah. family instantly jumped yeah. all over it. Yeah. Even our dad, who is not into no. certain movies, He'll like absolutely love this movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, right. I remember liking it as a kid. I knew, like, essentially this whole movie from my memory, like, it had been a long time since I'd seen this. So, you know, I had some positive memories, too. But all of a sudden, I turn over and look over at Rob, and he pauses it, and he's like, this is terrible. Yeah. Oh. 
you hate America. <laughs> <laughs> I am yet to laugh. <laughs> oh my God. All right, Rob, start with your litany of problems with this movie. Well, I mean, before I even get out of the gate, I, I, I want to maybe, like, I guess, ask, or what's the fancy term, uh, stipulate Pause that it. perhaps I've just missed the movie. Like, I've missed the level that the movie was intending <laughs> to try and operate on. Right. And it was trying to be more like Lucille Ball or something, or like silly, but I never figured out what it was. And then I started comparing the people like Steven Spielberg and Kathleen Kennedy and Frank Marshall that were involved in this movie that right. allowed this thing to actually get contributed. <laughs> I think, Rob, to, to your point, this movie is only meant to be taken for what you see on the screen. Like, I know, but no, I feel, I yeah, feel like... like I, I, I acknowledge that, but I feel like Tom and Jerry had tighter scripts. <laughs> the same effect. Oh, my god! It was a painful set oh. of dialogue throughout this movie. I don't know this to be true, but I believe this to be true, that it is uh, well-liked far and wide from north to south to east and west of this country. <laughs> and I am shocked that somebody would come out this strong against it. Yeah. It's, it's kind of amazing. <laughs> it, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, Who a, doesn't love Walter? <laughs> it's a low point in Tom Hanks career. Oh my God. Wow. Uh, nay. Blasphemy. Nay, dear. The maestro. <laughs> <laughs> Here he comes. You know, he comes through. All right. So, <laughs> to Rob's point, I wrote this down specifically because I had to look these guys up because after they worked in this, I'm like, they must have worked on something else similar. This must be their, their, their genre or whatever because you didn't see much of this kind of movie. I mean, it was very 80s, of course, but uh, I, lo I looked up the director and the writer. Okay. Director Richard Benjamin, he has some directing credits, but he's much more, I believe, well-known for his acting than directing. He was in Correct. the yeah. original Westworld. Uh, if you saw his face, you would recognize him as an actor. Uh, okay. He doesn't have a ton of credits that I can point to that you know off the top of your head, but he's right. known as an actor. And the, the writer, David Geiler, also wrote Aliens, Beverly Hills Cop 2, Alien 3, you know, did some writing credits. But has a much longer and well-established uh, IMDb list for producing. So we have a director who's more known as an actor and a writer who's more known as a producer. Hmm. So everyone's out of position in this Interesting. piece, yeah. to Rob's point. Right. And then you've got Spielberg as a producer also, correct? Yes. Executive, in the 80s. Executive producer. So I don't know. I mean, sometimes... I don't know what that means exactly, how involved he was. Sometimes that's just the cash, yeah. right? Right, right. But normally when that kind of money comes in, they're like, I want a tight like runner, you know, like right. I want to know I mean, who's, this, who's over, you know, overseeing it. This was the first time he and uh, Hanks, I think, you know, collaborated, right? And then they have a, 
lengthy time after this uh, of uh, a number of projects they put together and worked yeah. together on. So, which is this, all, this, okay. this is all shocking to me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay, so this we're going to call this this five year run from eighty four to eighty nine the Tom Hanks the early years. Okay. This is this is what he did. Um, I didn't have every little tiny one, but all the ones that we know and that are big movies that I put on this list. Excuse me. Uh, we've got, so this is in 80, 1980 to 1982, he was on Bosom Buddies. That's all he was right. known for. It's all he right. did. And then he went on this, you know, little mini run. Splash, mm-hmm. Bachelor Party, mm-hmm. The Man with One Red Shoe, The Money Pit, mm-hmm. Nothing in Common, Dragnet, mm, not so great there. Uh, big, and then the Burbs. <laughs> you know, Eric. I know it's 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 got its moments, but let's let's it's not it's not great. Yeah, uh, but fun. But then he hits a huge dry patch in eighty nine to ninety two. He does almost nothing of note, except I guess Turner and Hooch, <laughs> Turner and Hooch, and Joe versus the volcano. Yeah, and. Bonfire of the Vanities. I believe there's a Tom Hanks conspiracy in action in this nation. So, <laughs> and, yeah. And, and if people would only open their eyes and look at the facts about his terrible run of movies. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm pulling up his IMDb now. So, but at, so after that little dry patch through 92, I'm pulling it up. I don't have it in front of me at the moment, but I believe he goes on a run that is unassailable in the history of movies. Oh, for sure. I bet. It, give me one second here. Like it's out of control. If I believe, if I remember correctly. Uh, okay. 92. So he throws down a league of their own sleepless in Seattle, Philadelphia, Forrest Gump, Apollo 13, uh, Toy Story, That Thing You Do, uh, Saving Private Ryan, You've Got Mail, Toy Story 2, The Green Mile, Cast Away, uh, Road to Perdition, Cast Me If You Can, uh, and I'm just up to 2002. <laughs> uh, uh, wow. It's, it cools off after that, but there's a run of 10 years, and I'm not even talking about any of the TV stuff, you know, the uh, uh, Band of Brothers and oh, From right. the, Earth, the Earth to the Moon, uh, that those but was he projects. he wasn't in them he wasn't acting he was he like producing or something um, is that correct they're under um, his of, they're under his acting credits hmm. yeah band i don't, of brothers, I don't think show. he was in band of brothers but he was in from earth to the moon okay there you go so he goes on a 10 after this little whatever right. period he was on a 10-year stretch that is it's it's it's, it's ridiculous what yeah. it is. i mean it's, it's no one can touch it but so what? No. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, uh, no, go ahead. I because I I've got really it's more a question for Rob. Yeah. It, it stands in stark relief against right. the pile right. of steaming that he had a different career in the mid eighties, but also yes. he's he's teamed with Shelly Long, who her only credit of note to that point was Cheers from eighty two to eighty seven. Mm-hmm. And then she essentially left Cheers uh to do movies thanks to the money pit. Right. So, Rob, 
did have you seen this movie before like around the time it came out and did you have the same dislike or is this the first that you're watching it uh, no I, I i did see it early on in fact it might have been in a theater and i remember at the time thinking it was pointless <laughs> wow but not we're very mature in wait a minute wait, wait, wait. Please describe pointless uh, the way you meant it. Like I said, a a random episode of Tom and Jerry held more (laughs) emotional tension for me than... Rob was was the most mature eighth grader on the planet then. I'm not even saying you're wrong, but there... Go look at the movies that were being produced in the mid 80s uh, that were comedies. I mean, we just did Ghostbusters last week or two weeks ago. Right. Uh, By the way, have you seen that new trailer? That's, that's crazy. Yeah. Okay. That's going to be insane. But uh, so the, the, they were not exactly, you know, well thought out, you know, tight scripts that were, you know, uh, Mensa level uh, dissertations on, on comedy. It was, these are all kind of dopey, goofy, uh, held together by a string, just a string of, uh, uh, funny scenes and, and horrible yeah, lines. I mean, I mean, I think it's beyond that. They, they were trying to have two things like slapstick. Yes, of course, with all the hilarity, but this also, <laughs> um, or attempted. And then this like, um, wasn't it a remake of a Cary Grant movie? I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. like this, like, you know, everyday, you know, honk, like Hanks was kind of filling that role. And you know this this relationship yeah. in play, but neither of them made any freaking sense from the beginning anyway. So, it, you know, I, I you know I I, I think I wow. got what they're trying to do, but I wanted to make sure I just wasn't like crapping on it for no reason. The part where it doesn't make sense, I mean, obviously, lots of it doesn't make sense. But uh, the beginning, how they get into the house situation is the most ludicrous, nonsensical thing ever. Well, especially after they try and establish him as a very savvy attorney. Right. And then he just does, like, a series of the dumbest things you could ever do. He wants to buy buy or rent uh, a new... uh, uh, an apartment in in the city, you know, and... You find it. He's throwing out numbers like, I don't know, $3,500 or whatever, and then... The guy wants him to come up with two hundred thousand dollars, you know, by the next Wednesday for for this place. And they, some giant house in the in the country. He's not even. Cons- I don't know how he gets from here to there. Uh, That's right. To Rob's point, he, yeah, it's it's a leap of faith that That's my smallest complaint. Yes, you, you just go with the flow I know. on no, it. Like this is not I a agree. movie intended to overthink. I agree. And that's kind of what I'm getting at. Is all of that said, and it's ludicrous i'm in from the beginning and okay fine this guy's an idiot but you could also but you can also say the same thing about the premise of the dad stole a bunch of money as like from whatever family (laughs) law firm they had or whatever it is so and so the son's trying to pay it all back right and that's why he's got no money like it's right i mean that's one thing but that was abandoned you know what I mean? Like that right. really was like a motivating factor in his life. And then we just never heard about it again. 
Right. Well, but that just explained why he had no money. Like it just that that's the all that it did is that he uh, basically sunk everything into it. Okay, that's my point. What level was I supposed to be enjoying this movie on? Like touching emotional, no enjoy the joke. Funny cartoonish, or why do we have like a Ponzi scheme embezzlement thing going on in the background? If my toilet fell through the ceiling or the staircase, it wouldn't laugh it off. It's really it's on the same level, although very, very different, but it's 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 fucking Ace Ventura. It's him trying to find the stones no, by getting having me. having someone offend punch him in the forehead and count the divots. Like right. it's it's ridiculous. I get it. Um but I did watching this again, I totally one hundred percent forgot. That the Walter dad, Walter's dad part in the very beginning and at the very end. Yeah. And that it, he is in both places about the stealing the money from the law firm. And then he gives it over to this scammer at the end, the, the same lady that, sold, that, that uh, sold, sold her, her son the house, his son the house, does the same thing to him and scams him out of his money at the right. end. I had, no, I had no idea that was in this yeah. movie at, at all until this <laughs> last watching. I had no He's, idea. It's so, so, but I like, but I like that he is a German uh, nationality, yeah. you know, like where she Carlos. was talking about, yeah, but she was ta- saying that he was Hitler's pool man mm-hmm. and yeah. all that yeah. stuff. Oh, and that's on the list. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's on the list. all right, hiding down in Brazil. <sighs> so, like, so, Israeli intelligence comes to the door. <laughs> The, you had the most beautiful all right, no more I've ever seen. The 1986 domestic box office. <laughs> we've done this before because we've done movies in this year, but I'll run through it quickly and I'll tell you where Money Pit fell. Okay. Top Gun, number so this is one through ten. Top Gun, Top Gun, uh, 176 million. Crocodile Dundee, 116. <laughs> Good God. Karate Kid 2, 115. Ugh. Back to School, 91. <laughs> Aliens, 86. That's Color nice. Purple. <laughs> Color Purple, 84. Uh, Star Trek, 4. Uh, 72. Ruthless People, oh. 70. Out of Brilliant. Africa, 70. Ferris Bueller's Day Off rounds out the top 10 at 70 million. <laughs> and all the way down at number 27, The Money Pit with 37.5 million. Interesting. It cost ten million to make, oh. so they made thirty-seven just domestic on it. I'm sure it didn't have an international. Well, you know, one thing I did note, uh, Brendan, in looking this up, that it was you guys mentioned. I'm getting my sheet here. You guys mentioned this earlier. His great run of comedies, but this uh, was released as part of the quote Tom Hanks comedy favorites collection. <laughs> Yeah. On DVD. That's not wrong. Mm-hmm. Which included The Money Pit, Dragnet, and The Ooh. Burbs. Ooh. Which, that, in, in my mind, is like, oh, wow, look at this bag of dog poo only costs 50 cents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those aren't the ones you should put in there. Uh, I, I mean, admittedly. You, you, you would do, can kind of work. You would do Splash, The Money Pit, oh. and Big. This is true. Well, you would do anything but this movie, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Rob gives this a score of zero. 
<laughs> what do we think Rotten Tomatoes gave or gives uh, Money Pit? Let's go with the audience score first, Al. 74. 74. Eric? 70. Rachel? I was going to say 70. Rob? Are you sheeple? <laughs> um, the audience. I, I, I believe it was a well received movie. On, on, I don't know why. Uh, 68. 68. All right. Uh, the audience score gave this to our surprise, gave us a 58. Whoa. The audience liked this less than Rob. Well, wow. less than Rob's prediction. Yeah, that's exactly. That's amazing. Interesting. Okay, critics. Did the critics love this movie or not? No. What is no. 60? No. I think Fresh is 60, right, Eric? Yes. Yeah. I'm going to give it a 60. 60? Eric, what do you think? We said audience was 55. Oh, audience was 58. 58. I'm going to say, I'm going to say 53. Rachel? 50. Robbie? Uh, 52. Before I give the critics number, Rob, what would you give this movie? You know, like I said, I, I want a number. I, I will. I'll give it to you. If it was operating <laughs> on one level, I would give it a higher number, but I don't think it ever got there. I think this is a fifty-two to fifty-four movie. All right. Oh, that's better than I thought you were going to give it. Oh, I mean, I wouldn't waste my time on it. Maybe I should say lower. Forty-eight, forty-six, like something not good. Okay, so somewhere between forty-six and a fifty-four, Rob gives it. <laughs> I would say a little in there. I'm going. Okay. Uh, You're right in line with the critics. The critics gave it a 50%. Hmm. Wow. I kind of saw that coming. I did not see the audience going below 60 for this. So shocking. So let's get into the trivia. As Rob already talked about, I did not know this until I did (laughs) research. Um, The Money Pit is based on... H.C. Potter's Mr. Blanding's Builds His Dream House. What just happened? Sorry. I don't know if my watch <laughs> talk. Watches can't talk. Uh, so based on a Cary Grant movie from 1948, uh, the original film holds the number 72 spot on AFI's 100 Years, 100 Laughs list. Whoa. Because there's one laugh in it? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's in the top 100. Do you think the money pit, the the new money pit, beat it? Ooh, I don't know. I have no, no idea. I'm just guessing. Just asking. <clears throat> okay, the original house, the real house in the money pit. It was originally built in 1898, 14,000 square foot colonial. Uh, it's located just outside New York City in the Long Island village of Laddingtown. It was purchased in 2002 for 2.1 million. I know, 14,000 square feet for 2.1 million. 
And then the owners tried to like renovate it and sell it. They spent, so they bought it for 2.1. They spent 5.9 renovating it and listed it in 2014 for 12.5 million. On Long Island. Yep. And they could not sell it. Oh. So that was 2014. It just sold in 2019 for 3.5. Wow. So they invested what six, six million. eight million dollars in this house and sold it for three and a half. Oh. <laughs> we have the Brendan. Do you actually have the address? I would love to Zillow it. Uh, I'll get back <laughs> to you on that. <laughs> it's a nice weekend pastime. <laughs> so the inside of it does not look like the movie. Uh, it's my podcast. I'd love to Zillow it. <laughs> <laughs> This house that I'm talking about is only the exterior shots. It's only the outside part. Yeah, right. The inside is different. Man, they couldn't sell a 14,000 square foot house on Long Island for more than $3 million? Dude. It has, uh, has what is, the the trees are weak, right? It's got weak trees and it's got bees. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I would... It feels like the land itself would be worth that much on Long Island. So another Hmm. height-challenged Chicagoan did not like this movie. Mm. Mm. His name was Roger Ebert. Okay. He fucking hated this movie. Amen. Um, I didn't even read it, but now it makes me feel great. I'll... Uh, I'll read it. What the hell? Uh, Robert slash Roger. Roger Roger Ebert equals Robert. Got it. Uh, He gave the film one star, calling, I guess they're doing stars at the time, uh, calling it a movie that contains one funny scene and 91 minutes of running time to kill. (laughs) That's that's perfect for you, Rob. Yes. Uh, he he hated the scene where Hanks falls through the floor and gets stuck in the rug. He hated that scene. Oh, well, I love uh, that scene. He screams all the wrong things until we aren't laughing. We're groaning. Uh, it, it didn't occur. Didn't it occur to anybody that the smarter the characters were, the funnier their troubles would be? Making them into idiots. Who cares if their house falls down? Uh, in 1989. Amen. Tom Han- I know. In 89, Tom Hanks said. Uh, some parts of that movie are absolutely hilarious, but for the most part, it just doesn't cut it. So even Hanks was like kind of lukewarm about it mm. at best. Shelley you know, Long said... Can I make a comment about a scene that I think they missed? Dive in. So obviously I think the hole in the ceiling was cute and I think some of it is funny. Yeah. Um, specifically when, you know, she can't find him, but and she gets to the house... But I love the scene where he goes out to the backyard and he starts, the bees start swarming him. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. That's the scene where they could have like added music and kept, like, kept it going for 10 or 15 more seconds. Yeah. And then it cut it short and then it comes in and it's like, we got weak trees or whatever. But that could have been a funnier scene for sure. I was disappointed. I didn't remember that. And then when it was over so quick, I was like waiting for something to really take off there. But Rach, there is another cut of the movie that has it longer. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> Eric, am I wrong? Yes, yes. I remember when we were, the version of it that we first got, when we taped it off TV, it was edited differently for content. So they put 
some scenes back. Yeah, they put some scenes back in, and there's more of after he tries to first puts his pocket knife into the tree, and the one falls over. Yeah, <laughs> they show like every single tree fall down. Uh, All guys, those trees go down. Yeah, you guys have like the anniversary director's cut Blu-ray <laughs> <laughs> off of CBS in '94. Yeah. yeah. Um. This movie at the end features our guy Alexander Gudinov directing the symphony uh, to uh, perform Beethoven's Ode to Joy, right? Which was also the main song in Die Hard that he was in uh, uh, himself as well. Yes. So that's his theme song, man. It is. It's his walk-up song. Pour out some whiskey for Alexander Gudinov. So this is my last piece of trivia. After this, you guys can jump in. But this is my favorite piece of trivia. All right. Because this is a whole different thing. Alexander Gudinov. He's the actor who played... What's his name? The Maestro. Max. Max. Um, He was a Russian ballerina. Well, or belly dancer. I guess (laughs) it's not exactly a ballerina, but all right. Uh, He was on tour in 1979 with the Bolshoi Ballet in New York City, and he defected while he was in New York. The KGB responded by putting his wife, who is also in the the company, putting her on a plane to Moscow. uh, Then the flight was stopped by authorities before takeoff, like some whole big production. Uh, And then after three days... Jimmy Carter was involved, you know, President Jimmy Carter uh, with, with the Soviet leader Brezhnev. Uh, the U.S. State Department was involved, and they were satisfied that his wife had chosen to willingly to go on the flight home. Uh, and she did and said, fuck it, I'm going home. I want to I'm more Russian. I, I feel more Russian than American. And he always loved to be American. So he defected and stayed here. Oh my gosh. She flew home. Uh, this incident was dramatized in a 1986 movie called Flight 222. Oh. I had no idea about that. Interesting. My goodness. <laughs> wow. That, that, that was 50% more riveting than the money pit. Right. <laughs> That's the movie that I want to see. I want to see the Alexander Gudinov story. Somebody defecting sounds only like Hunt for Red October. Like, you know, right. who... That being a real thing? Our children won't even know what that means. So they're affecting. Literally today. What was the one? Robin Williams. Was it Moscow on the Hudson? Yeah. Robin Williams when he's a Russian that defects. Literally today, someone in the Olympics from Belarus defected from their Olympic team. What? Mm. Some uh, a gymnast or a track athlete or something uh, defected, tr- trying to leave uh, and, and seek asylum in Tokyo. Yeah, I thought it was something like she got kicked off the team because she was criticizing her coach. Oh, <laughs> well, she probably didn't want to go back and have them beat her with a cat of nine tails right. or whatever they do. <laughs> I don't know this whole story. I, you could be right. I don't either. I did see something though. Just pretend it was defecting and it works. That's what I said. Uh, that's all I got. There wasn't a ton of trivia. There's a bunch of other little garbage, but I didn't add all that stuff. Is yeah, I mean, only other else? thing that nugget I saw was that um, 
this movie was sort of like a negotiation point with Kathleen Turner. Um, right. Between, I had that in the, in the casting. Yep. Yeah. Between, oh, sorry. Uh, Go ahead. This and, and, and the, the jewel, what is it? Jewel of the Nile. Is that what it was? Jewel of the jewel Nile. Of the yeah. sequel to the romancing of, uh, romancing the stone. Yeah. yeah. You, you can absolutely see her in this movie, but it obviously, well, it would have done like one thing that this movie didn't do, which was have any sexual tension whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. I love Nash just trying to find anything to dig. It's great. There, there are no two no. people on earth I want to see having sex than Tom Hanks and Shelley Long. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god why i mean and for a while there like between cheers and everything else we tried to make her sexy and it was terrible she can't be sexy yeah, she no, no. yeah no no she could be cute and like lovely but that's about it no but she was she was barely that even in that show but by the way i've been watching Cheers on and off uh, on yes, Prime have. or something. Yes, you have. I like that show more than I remember. Oh, it's good. We could do a show of that. I've done the same thing where I did the yeah. whole first season. Yeah. It's the funniest show ever put together. It's really, really good. And the well mic'd audience laughs are yes. So <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we need a new sitcom yeah. in, a, in an extremely ginormous bar yeah yeah, yeah. what you got out <clears throat> so the only two trivias uh pieces that i had one i don't know if it's really trivia but i never really paid attention to it so art shirk um the shirk brothers mm-hmm. the name of course yeah. was picked because they just like disappear and so, like, they're they each, shirk. they shirk. Yeah. So they're just in um, each in the scene once and then they're out of there, um, which yeah. of course makes perfect sense now that I think about it, but I never really paid attention yeah. to that. But I've been, since I can remember, always like focus on the lead or the main guy in the Cheap Girls. Like, who yeah. is that guy? Right. right. That's Leslie West, who is the guitarist, lead guitarist for the band Mountain. Right. Which I'm like, I feel like I've seen this guy before, but I couldn't quite place it. And but that voice and all like I, I'm like, who is that? And it's Leslie West. I except for one point of reference, I don't know who Leslie West is. I don't know a band called mountain. I believe both of those things are made up uh, <laughs> except for, I hear uh, Howard Stern mention him every right. now and then, yeah. but uh, that, that's, that's it. But yeah, that's a real dude. And that's a real band and yep. whatever. Um, Eric or any other trivia stuff, or I'm going to move on to the recasting. No, I got nothing. Well, again, just to uh, like remind everyone Steven Spielberg was involved with this movie. He doesn't regret it a bit. Come on, man. He made three and a half times his money, or the the studio did. That's a big. That's that's better than Space Jam. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> 
Uh, okay, it is a recasting debate. It is time to recast a bit. Better close the door. It's time to recast your bait. Whew, okay. There's really just three. It's Walter, it's Anna, it's Max. Um, if anybody has extras for the, the, the Shirk brothers or Estelle or Curly or whatever, fine, we'll do that. Mm-hmm. But it's really just three. And I had trouble with Walter. Uh, Me too. You'll see when we get there, but I had some trouble with that. Um, we'll do them normal style. I want to sort of, I almost wanted to go do them in groups like we've yeah. talked about, but yeah. let's just do it yeah. normal, I guess. Agreed. Uh, I'll start. I, I have this rule that I try to impose on people, or at least myself, uh, with the age thing, I try to keep the actors kind of in the same age bracket as the originals. Uh, I found that extraordinarily difficult with this one because I am too old and I don't know any actors less than or younger than or old, yeah, younger than forty. Really, hmm. I found it hard. So I'm playing fast and loose with the ages on this one. Okay. Walter, I have four. Unfortunately, Whoa. I one of them I know is too old, but he's my favorite one. So hey. Um, ready? Wait, uh, Brendan. What? Allison, first, real quick. Yes. How many post-it notes? Do you have? I have two post-its and then a third blank one. Oh, really? Yep. What's the? I got. One? I got lots of uh, scribbles. Yeah. Hmm. I've written like half the script on one of them because I had so many quotes. So. It's like reading the, I don't know, the terms of service <laughs> when, when you buy like a watch and it comes up like the, the, the quad fold no. piece of paper then it has all the... It's like the, opening up the, all of the side effects, like if you're yeah, birth you control or Perfect. something like that, where it like opens up into like the size of a U.S. map. Yeah. Like it's huge. It's, it's written down so yeah. small. Okay. Walter, I have four. The one I don't like, but I, I have mine here because I just do. Okay. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, I had him too. I wasn't really a fan of that one, but I liked it enough. Uh, my third is Jake Johnson mm-hmm. Fr- mm-hmm. from New Girl. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, my second place, who, fin- who could be my first place, depending on age, is Chris Pine from mm-hmm. Wonder Woman. Interesting. Yeah. Or whatever else he did. Uh, the one I think that works the best, I think it's the easiest, and I will be surprised if no one else has this one, uh, but he's too old, but I'll keep it, is Jason Sudeikis. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I have, too. I'm with you with uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Totally. Good. I wasn't, you know, I hemmed and hawed on that one, but we got it. Yeah, now, it's kind of douchey, but... <laughs> <laughs> Ah, sorry, Joseph. You're douchey. Uh, Al, give us your uh, Walter. I had um, Bill Hader. Mm. That's good. That's a good one. Yeah. Donald Gleason, oh. who I love to cast. Yeah. And I think my number one is Jason Siegel. Whoa. <laughs> that kind of works. Jason Siegel. Allison, you always nail it. 
Is he still even acting? I think so. But that's he a good in business. Idea. Yeah, don't you dare, Brendan. That would <laughs> rend our family asunder. <laughs> you just said rend. I can't believe it. You ba- bypassed asunder. I don't know. Asunder is more common than rend. It's got to be. Uh, okay, Eric, give us a Walter. All right. Um, yeah. My, I suppose I had the same difficulty too, as far as like trying to find like someone about that same age. But the more I thought about it, they're eight, they don't necessarily have to be young. Cause like, uh, like, Shelley Long's character was married once before and stuff. They both had right. lives before right. all of this happened. So it doesn't really matter if they're a little bit older. Yeah. Um, I also, I did have Jason Sudeikis was on my list. Um, and right around that same age or maybe a little older, Jason Bateman. Mm, oh, that's good. Like that's that. actually really good. I do like that one. And I, and then the other one that I had, I think Jason Bateman's probably probably would be my number one, but then another name that I had was uh, Paul Rudd. Oh, yeah, 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 too. yeah. You Ruddy. know, Eric. So uh, Ray and I were talking like as a combo. This is perhaps the movie that Paul um, Paul Rudd and Leslie Mann should have made. Inside of this is forty. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, Paul Rudd would have been perfect. You know, I think he looks like he's 35, but like, yeah, that's good. Yeah, Paul Rudd's a good one. Yeah, I had two others though. I uh, Channing Tatum, I thought he could, I thought about him, but yeah, and I have like, well, my favorite is BJ Novak. I think he could have really, ah, that's good. That's a good sort of Krasinski. The guy just seems like a throwaway kind of thing, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I considered him and sort of changed my mind. Yeah. I, I would say that I think all of these ideas are excellent. I definitely <laughs> uh, agree with what Allison said. The, the Joseph Levitt is great. The Jason Bateman, I think he would add a really great... <laughs> what? Just a nice recap. Yeah, Jason Bateman would uh, add a nice awkwardness humor. But you know one that I don't think you guys mentioned? I'm glad to add to this group. Ty Burrell. Oh, that is good. That's actually <laughs> yeah, that is good. That's yeah. really good. Yeah, I think yeah, he, that works. He's over my age threshold, but you know, fuck it. I know the age thing, but no, it's fine. Can't say no to Ty. Some of these, some of these movies don't need ages involved. Right. That's good. All right. Um. Let's start with somebody else. Al, why don't you give us your Annas? Okay. Your choices for Anna. I'm going to go with mm, Rose Byrne. <laughs> she's she's like, one of your go-tos. I do like her. Yeah. Yeah. Cecily Strong. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And then I think my number one, who's like the most sort of Shelley Long like mm-hmm. is Judy Greer, who's a character actress <laughs> who's been she, in like a ton uh, of Arrested Development, yep, etc. Yep. 
she's the best friend in every romantic yes, comedy exactly, ever. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. That's a good little sneaky one there too. I like that. Uh, okay. I'll do mine. I had, I have people who are overpowered for this role. Not surprisingly. Uh-huh. Um, Emily Blunt. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> That's my third. So I don't think she fits all that well. Uh, Elizabeth Olsen. Oh, I think she's yeah got a Shelley Long thing going on there. Could work. And the one I think fits and it pairs perfectly with my Jason Sudeikis is Kristen Wiig. Oh yeah. Again, it's you're you're swatting a, a fly with a, a sledgehammer yeah. there, but still. I, yeah, I mean, she could if if she were to play it this. You're looking for somebody to play it the yeah. same. She could do the aloof kind of. I want her with the raccoon in her face, running around, you know, <laughs> stepping on hands. You know, that's can, what I want. Can I? Can we pause for a moment? Good God! I wrote. This movie could, I took a note, not even a cat, uh, raccoon leap was funny. All right. Oh, yeah, oh come on. How do you not pull off a funny. raccoon leap that's funny? They're always funny. There's never not a funny one. And we haven't gotten to it yet, but there is something that happens in this movie. I will hurt myself laughing yeah. every time it happens. That. It was the worst raccoon leaping scene ever. That scene gets a laugh every single time. Yeah. It was terrible. It was terrible. Oh. <laughs> I was. <laughs> yeah, really. I was already laughing at it five minutes before it happened because yeah. I re- remembered it coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Eric, give us your uh, new version for Anna. Um, I really, I, I didn't only had a couple of names and they're the same ones that were already said. I had Rose Byrne and I had Kristen Wake. I get, I get a new one. All right. Um, well, Julie Bowen, because if Ty is going to be there, <laughs> oh. Julie, yeah. old. Kristen Bell, I think is too good looking. So this oh, next Kristen about her. really takes the cake. She's too cross-eyed. Kristen Shaw. Who? Uh, Kristen Shaw. Uh, okay. Kristen yeah. Shaw. C-S-C-H-A-A-L. Yeah. Who's oh, on Daily Rock? Yes. Daily Show. Yes. Oh, my God. It's so funny you say that because I, I thought about her, too. I'm like, oh, that would actually be kind of yeah. funny. Yeah. yeah. That's a pretty good well, one. That's a, that's another sneaky one. I don't know yeah. if I would believe that she was married to the maestro before this, but I think her and Walter would be, you know, two. Oh, but Shelly Long had the Oopa Loopa. <laughs> um, Oopa Loopa. <laughs> yeah, I know you're going there. I get it. I get what he's saying, people. I understand it. <laughs> what? Um, who were we talking about before with Paul Rudd and This is 40? Leslie, uh, Leslie Mann. Leslie Mann. She was somebody I thought, but I got, I was afraid Brendan would yell at me because she would be too old for the part. Yeah. But I definitely thought about her. Everyone has bypassed my thoughts on that. So who I cares? know. 
And well, the funny, the funny joke would be to say, like, the, you could uh, replace her with uh, Kirstie Alley. But, um, <laughs> but um, I thought, of course, I thought Mila Kunis could do it. Oh, yeah. I thought Aubrey Plaza could do it. Oh, she was on my list. I consider that, too. Literally is on my list, but I... And I will say this for any subsequent episode, uh, Chloe Feynman, but she would only do... An impersonation of Shelley Long as she was doing the, the yeah, 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 yeah. I did consider her as well, actually. Yeah. yeah, I had like Kate Bosworth as kind of like a backup, and I had I, can, um, I considered Anna Kendrick. She was oh, on my good. Anna yeah, Kendrick yeah. is good. I had uh, Melissa Villasenor also. <laughs> oh yeah, that's good too. Yeah, but that part's. Just, there's yeah. not enough there for yeah. some of these people, yeah. you know. Yeah. No, I was Judy Greer was kind of my top pick. All right, Eric, give us give us your modern day Max. Okay, um, I I don't know. I struggled with this one a little bit, but then the one I I got two names. Uh, I stopped uh, after that because the one name that I got that I really liked. Uh, the first one I thought of, I don't know. It's, it's definitely stunt casting, hmm. but I think it would be funny to see him in a different kind of role, but he's, he's, I guess a serious actor, but has proven that he can be Robert De Niro, very p- play, playing the straight man, playing it straight, being very funny. Uh, Jason Statham. <laughs> and then uh wait 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 wait. jason statham with the blonde wig (laughs) well obviously not the blonde wig but i I, I want the blonde wig on this guy yeah (laughs) and then uh the other name that i the one that i do like that i i think works good is uh tom hiddleston oh yeah he was one of two names Mm. i had on my list Mm -hmm. Uh, I had one and only one. Uh, not that it's the greatest thing ever, but I couldn't think of others. Like, okay. I blanked on this completely. Yeah. Uh, I thought only of Ryan Gosling. Oh, no. Again, <laughs> in the blonde wig. I yeah. want him in the blonde wig, and I want him overacting and being uh, over the top. I've got one name, and of course he's, he is the maestro. Alexander Skarsgård. <laughs> uh, I had... I would wear the blonde wig. Yeah, it would. Well, yeah, maybe. I have one that I thought was funny and one that I thought could be funnier. Um, guy named Carlos Ponce, better known as the yoga instructor at Couples Retreats. I <laughs> jerk. I totally agree. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> a boom. A boom. Oh, the drink of the uh <laughs> tropical fruit. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yes. Ooh, feel that. <laughs> I love that movie, by the way, you guys. Uh I actually thought that um Don Glover or Mark Wahlberg could do that. Thing too. Mark oh. Wahlberg. Interesting. Probably more. Lover for Glover. 
Tom Hanks role, actually. Oh, yeah. But not. All right. Uh, Rachel, did you have a max? So stay with me on this. Okay, I'm going to take us to a path. Ooh. First one. So this is hard because, you know, you want them to be somewhat sophisticated, but European, you know, the long hair, whatever. So that's where I'm kind of going. I'm not always going to get sophistication, but I'm, I'm trying to do the European long hair thing. Russell Brand, I feel like might be able to pull that off. Mm, that's pretty good. <laughs> I think that's pretty good. That's pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> what pretty about, fun. I don't know, this is a real stretch. Uh, Keanu Reeves, <laughs> I feel like, you know, it is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's 55 year old Keanu Reeves. Yeah, wow. he's maestro. He's tight. <laughs> I want him to shoot people in the head, though, like John Wick. <laughs> uh, and, oh, um, my God. Please, I don't have Brown's name. Just this struck me as, like, like long hair, always wearing long hair. Oh, Jason Mom- Moma? Momoa. Momoa. Uh, <laughs> Moma. That would be hilarious. I actually considered him as well. Stop. <laughs> Definitely. I was oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. I think Carlos Ponce from uh, Couples Retreat wins. Uh, what? Who's that guy from like Harlequin Romance? Like it was. Yeah, like uh, Fabio. Yes, Fabio. Fabio. Yes. <laughs> He's like eighty now. Yeah. <laughs> How about Michael Bolton with the hair? Oh, oh yes. All right. Uh, did anybody do the? Shirk Brothers yes. or Estelle or yes. Curly? Uh, yes. 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 All right. I did the Shirk. I did for Art Shirk. I just said I'm recasting Joe Montaigne. I don't care how old he is. <laughs> He's doing it again. <laughs> and then I did an Estelle. My Estelle would be Helen Mirren. Oh, my God. That's it. That's all I got for mine. Al? So <laughs> I had I had three art shirks. <clears throat> wow. One, um Jason Manzukas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's get out of here. I then <laughs> had slightly different version, get but because of the part he played in the in a certain movie, he definitely got it. Uh uh, I'm going to butcher his last name. Peter Sarantowitz, who played Aldo in Spy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what is his last name? How do you pronounce that? I forget. Sarantowitz. That's like, yeah. that's like not really the spirit of the assignment. <laughs> but the number one, going. the number one, though, is Bobby Cannavale. <laughs> For Art Shirk? For Art Shirk, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He's too he's too much of a heavy, you know? He's, I don't know. That voice. I don't know. I just thought she was good looking wool. <laughs> yeah. well, that that's that's a number like while we're hovering on these two, that's another complaint in the movie. Like he basically committed like a second degree sexual assault on Tom Hanks' wife. He's a really good carpenter. Apparently. <laughs> when women call for a carpenter, 
They want uh, the old hammer and nail, and I don't ah, mean. Jeez. <laughs> Yes. All right. Uh, anybody else with an art shirk or a? Oh yeah. Well, a, a, a yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've got multiple characters. You're I want doing. art. Uh, you know the Joe Mantegna. I want that to be Jonah Hill, but only if Brad's uh, shirk is Seth Rogen. <laughs> oh my God. A pair. But quite a- my real dream. And I would like to, you know, like participate in the training uh, mm. to get here is to have Drew and Jonathan Scott from HGTV <laughs> be <laughs> the two contractors. That's a tough them up a little bit. Uh, hmm. Hmm. All right. That I don't know about that one, but yeah, well done. Al, do you have more? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I have, I don't, I don't really only have one for Brad Shirk, uh, which is Peter Stormare. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I figure Brad Shirk and Curly could be almost anybody. And I think Curly is um, John Carroll Lynch, who was the husband in Fargo. The husband in Fargo. Who got his painting turned into a stamp. <laughs> I don't you'd see it if you saw him. You'd know who he is. <laughs> All right. He's kind of like, he's been, yeah, he's, uh, he's spending a bunch of stuff. You'd recognize yeah, him. Yeah. Do you want my Estelle? Yeah. So I've got, um, Alice and Janney. Wow. Or, okay. um, Margo Martindale, who was the, she was the Russian spy leader, whatever, in the Americans. Wow. She's like super character actress. You right. know her. But my number one that I want playing Estelle is Jennifer Coolidge. Whoa. Totally different right. part, but I want her playing it. <laughs> Stifler's mom. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a couple of other throwaways, but we'll go to others. Eric, you have any uh, shirks or... Estelle or anybody? Yeah. Um, so for Art Shirk, I sort of, this is, I'm going to, I'll say it first. This is completely insane. But I uh, uh, sort of tried to go with a more, I thought of a more like modern day version of sort of like the lecherous kind of character. And uh, based off of his prior work, I went with. <laughs> Uh, ben Schwartz, a.k.a. John Ralphio. Oh, God. Wow. That's actually yeah. pretty funny. From uh, Parks, Parks and, and Rec. Rec. Yeah. From Parks and Rec. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for, uh, for Brad, I don't know, n- none of these I really like, but I'll just th- well, I'll throw out one name, Adam Sandler. Oh. Uh, Curly, uh, John C. Riley. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I actually like that. Yeah. And then my Estelle is uh, Tracy Ullman. Oh, wow. That's a good one. That's a name we haven't heard on this podcast before. That's a really good one. Tracy Ullman. Holy hell. That's good. All right. I've got a couple of throwaways. All right. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> Montgomery Shrap. 
I want to be played by Stephen Tobolowsky, the permit guy. <laughs> the yeah. permit guy? Yeah. <laughs> he, he's less of a character than the, the muscle-bound uh, wrecking crew. Yeah. But the other thing, which I, I've been trying to think of, who would replace Benny that Katie borrows the money from? Not I, that's so I did. So I Any wanted kid to be, walking down the street. No, I didn't want it to be a kid. Like I wanted it to be kind of like <laughs> a, a kid. I wanted it to be kind of an off, off, okay, ki- like um eccentric character, and I picked Lil Nas X. <laughs> <laughs> You're making a different movie. I know. All right, are we done with the bonus people yep. or anybody else? I've got one. I got a few for Estelle. Yep. First of all, you you know you don't know this person, but I would certainly recommend my own personal Aunt Bonnie for this role. <laughs> I, <laughs> she's, would screw, she'd screw anyone. Trust me, she'll screw me. Well. Screw anybody. Um, I initially thought Benny. Wait a minute! Wait, 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 wait! I want to just dwell on this for a second. Oh my god! I applaud you for coming on here and <laughs> suggesting someone no one has ever met or seen, or and will never meet or see. This is an amazing move by Rachel. I didn't see it coming. That was a split finger fastball like that caught that. me off guard. I fell out of the batter's box. Holy shit. <laughs> Woo! Uh, you're welcome. Uh, that's, you're welcome. Yeah. She had, she had informed me of this. I said my cool. advice would be perfect for that. Um, I initially thought also Bette Midler, but I think that's just too easy and it's too blasé. So I also was thinking, you know, Parker Posey could do it. She'd be a younger version. But if you want an older version and the same, I feel like click would be Catherine O'Hara. Yeah, I thought about her too. Yeah, she was on my list also. I did uh, Megan uh, Mullally. How do you say that? Yeah. Oh, Megan Mullally? That's a good one too. Yeah, that's good. <clears throat> and then for Curly, I thought Melissa McCarthy or yeah. Kate McKinnon could have done it. But yeah. I tried to shoehorn in Kate McKinnon into this cast somewhere yeah. and I couldn't do it. Yeah. I would, <clears throat> I mean, I would put Melissa McCarthy in this movie also, but I always suggest her. So yeah. I held back. All right. Now it's just time to throw out quotable lines. That's oh essentially, you know, memorable scenes, quotable oh. lines. All the usual. Uh, I already did one. I just thought she was nice looking wool. Good looking wool. Damn it. Good looking wool. I just thought she was good looking wool. Uh, two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks. It. It takes two weeks. Al? Um, so there are a few sayings that get said in and around our house on a fairly regular basis. One is whenever we have it, I say, I made a nice pot roast. Mm-hmm. Because you do every Thanksgiving, turkey's done. Um, wheat trees we mentioned, and our dad um, loved the their work animals. Their work animals, I'm telling you. Look at those holes. Huh? Oh yeah, so, their work animals. If we're doing like yard work or whatever, and he's like the executive. Yeah landscaper where he's just directing us 
um, he would say we were work animals. Curly says that 16 times yeah. in his span of two minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I could keep going, so I'll let somebody else well, go. The the funniest scene to me, and we've talked about it, is the raccoon jumping in Shelly Long's face. No. no. Combined with the Tom Hanks falling on the stairs and the stairs collapsing, and then her stepping on his fingers and him falling down. That so, whole section is fantastic. I I am not kidding when I say when he says, honey, you're on my fingers. And he, his hand. When he goes from his hand. <laughs> goes over. I'm totally laughing right now thinking about slaps it. it. One hand. hand trying to like relieve the pain of his other hand. And the editing or the timing of it is so funny. It's so funny every time. I absolutely lose mm-hmm. it. And as he's falling away from the stairs that he's reaching, uh, trying to reach up and grab. Yeah. It's. Falls on the stairs. Yeah. Falls <laughs> on the stairs. great the we can count the uh electrical fire in the kitchen oh yeah that whole deal the scaffolding the scaffolding <laughs> the slide down the scaffolding oh, the double slide the double slide yeah yeah the bathtub going through the floor yeah horrible scene for sure yeah that laugh the tom hanks laugh with the bathtub to the floor is out of control <laughs> And it, I, it does make me laugh. It may time. be the only redeeming Tom Hanks moment of the movie. Airplane, uh, the paper airplanes, he's kind of like yeah. talking to himself and doing his thing. <laughs> Brad, Brad, Bo, Bad, Banana, <laughs> Banana, Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I thought the Care Bears were here. Karen. <laughs> Karen, Baron, Bo, Baron. Yeah. I, I think my favorite part about that scene, though, yes. still is when he falls through and he's just talking and he falls, and there's the. <laughs> The log, <laughs> the log pause before he hits the floor to emphasize how far the fall was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they cut to the next shot, 
And he's like, well, thanks for that fall. We're now, I'm now the same height. (laughs) That gets me every time. But I like that when she first gets into the house though. So he's in the floor, which means of course he's hanging down. He's a human chandelier. So when she's first in the house, you can see him kicking in the rug in the background, which is so hilarious. And I think the first few times that we, we had like a crappy recording of it that was dark and you could when we missed the oh, really? whole joke we couldn't see it in the back wait corner your super super grainy vhs tape you that can is, see this the is clarity correct. in the in this the, is correct okay. from someone with the card table on wisconsin avenue <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly yeah uh quotes continue um we want to call ourselves mineral stream <laughs> <laughs> watching that in the movie at least the version we saw his lips do not say those words that's dubbed over whatever he's actually saying about Meryl Streep it's so great yeah get to it yes. I have something to say so let's get these quotes out of the way I think there's also um, again kind of something that would be said multiple times in our house would be the well I wasn't really holding it anyway so anytime yeah, we're ladder. holding yeah. a ladder for somebody and you step I wasn't, away, I wasn't really holding it anyway I do like when he's going up with the king size mattress whatever yeah. I feel like I'm gonna die <laughs> yeah I don't know why I love that one for some reason because <laughs> you would say it yeah it's a terrible movie oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna let my mother clean that carpet yeah all right, I want to, we should have discussed this earlier, but I want to do a mini deep dive into one little thing that happens in the middle of the movie. Okay. Uh, after the wrecking crew, or yeah, I think it's the, they start going through it and they're in the house by themselves and it's before pouring the tub full of water or whatever. Uh, they're just doing their housework and she's making dinner. Yes. She's cooking an 18-pound turkey for just the two of them. <laughs> what in the fuck is going on in that movie? Why? Not only that, she also had like that whole casserole or right. lasagna in the oven, too. She yeah. has enough. She has Thanksgiving dinner for two people in a ruined house. Yeah. I don't, would, but, Brendan, that's a good point. But who would buy a house 14,000 square feet for two people? Well, there's that, too. Right. I mean, this oh, all goes back yeah. to Rob. All you sheeple <laughs> back on the, on, the, on, the, on the trail. Yeah. Well, we're overlooking these blemishes to, right. you know. Uh, Enjoy what? The bad jokes that fall? The heart, of the, the heart of the funniest movie of oh 1986. Ugh. <laughs> all right. Uh... I'll, I'll throw this out there, but we know the answer. Uh, what would you want to see in a sequel if there was one? If one was made? Hmm. Or does there not need to be made? Uh, There's no sequel needed. Yeah. yeah. Where does that go? Yeah, it's nothing. I think it's a perfectly zero. complete movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think a remake is necessary, but I don't think a sequel. Even more repairs. <laughs> Quickly, McLaughlin 
group style. Is this movie the perfect movie? Rob. <laughs> no. Rachel. No. It's Eric. Yes. Allison. Yes. Me. The answer is yes, and you're all wrong. Ah! Okay. Uh, okay. How much are they worth, game? And now, let's play the How Much Are They Worth game. Okay. Since this movie only has, like, two characters in it, uh, here's what we're going to go with. Yeah, Tom Hanks, $1 trillion. Maureen Stapleton. Oh, my God. Will Montaigne. Alexander Gudinov. Shelley Long, Tom Hanks. Oh, my God. Yeah, Tom Hanks, $1 billion. All right, who's first? A billion. Uh, Maureen Stapleton will be first. Uh, oh, wait. If I can find her on Is here. Maureen Stapleton still alive? No. Oh, no, no, no. No. Maureen Stapleton. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who? Okay. He is not on there. Let's replace Maureen Stapleton with. We need an odd number here. How better? Um, how about the dad? He was in. He was on Days of Our Lives for like uh, a thousand years. Douglas Watson. Yeah. Is that the actor's name? This is. Yeah. Really? He was because uh, mom. Uh, our mom would point that out every single time we watched that movie. She's like, "Oh, Douglas Watson." God, I can't believe you knew his name. Uh, he's not in there either. Hmm. We, we, we can't even fill out. <laughs> Sorry, Douglas with two S's. We'll just Douglas, the big Douglas with two S's. Okay. Yeah. How about no with two O's? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well, so we've got Mantegna, Gudinov, Long, and Hanks. Is Gudinov in there? We're going to have a problem. How about the director? Oh, how about the band? Oh, you can't. That would be, have to be about individuals. Is it White's name? Gudenov. Gudenov's not even in there. Oh, my God. We're going to have problems. Uh, okay, let's do the director. Top two. Yeah, fuck it. Let's do. Let's just do three. That's right. We're doing Joe Montana, Shelley Long, and Tom Hanks. Let's right. do Joe Montana. Joe Montana. Surprisingly uh, long career. Terrible movies. Yeah, Godfather Three. Ooh. All right, I got one. Wow, that was fast. That was fast. Um, Montana. He's got. Yeah, he's, he's uh, got four hundred six titles. Whoa. On IMDb, he actor one forty nine. He did a voice of the uh, the blues guy on The Simpsons, right? Mm-hmm. I have a number that I'm surprised by already. I got a number. Oh, I think I think I'm already, I'm thinking I'm too high. 
I'm fucked. All right. Uh, Eric, you got a number? I have a number. Give it to us. I'll say 10 million. Oh, shit. Uh-oh. I'm in trouble. That's where I should have been. I said 24. I wrote on 50. Uh, Rob? 14. Rach? 15. <laughs> did you just prices right your own husband? did. Oh, my God. Okay. Joe Montaigne. Ooh. Is an American actor, producer, writer, director, and voice actor. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a net worth of $25 million. Wow. Oh. Off by one. Wow. I'm off to a roaring start. Mm-hmm. This is the best I've done in months. Uh, okay. Shelley Long and her illustrious movie career. Mm. Wow. Camp Beverly Hills. That's okay. She was on Modern Family. That's right. She was. Yeah. Yeah. She definitely had some stuff, but you know. Hello again. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah, I said it. (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of uh, sort of lifetime style crap in here. Right. Oh, you know what? I just thought of something. Can I just make a comment? Can I say, make a yes? You know, we didn't say about Estelle, which again, I I, I apologize. Carol Burnett. Ooh, that's actually good. She was on my list. Ooh, is she alive? Eric. She is still along. She's still alive, but she's in her mid to late eighties. <laughs> that one might be tough, but if her hip can handle it, we'll we'll put her in the movie. Anyway, carry on. All right. Uh, Rachel, give us your number for Shelly Long. Mm. 14 million. <clears throat> Not even. That's, I'm highballing it. Wow. Uh, Rob, while you're there. Well, damn it. <clears throat> I said 19. Now I feel like it's high. Yeah. I said 12. Al? I had 15. Eric? I'm going to stick with 10. Oh, God. Shelbert Aloysius Long. Uh, oh. Someone got it on the nose. That's double points. Shelly Long uh, has a net worth of $10 million. Uh, Damn it, Eric. Two for one. That means I have to get Tom Hanks right, or someone has to get it on the nose to prevent Aaron. All right. Thomas Edward Patrick Jonathan Hanks. All right. What's he done? Yeah. He's got a very limited career. I read through fucking half of it already. It's going up. You have to call it. It's going to go too too high. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do not go lower than you. Uh, I'm going to be like... Uh, 
Lucas. Oh, 737 titles? He's oh, queen. I, I, I got to cross that out then. <laughs> I got to rejigger. So he's got acting titles of 88. What is it? Producing type? Producing credits? Producer has got 59. Oh my God. Including Avatar. No, just kidding. Oh my god. This guy. This guy. All right, let's go. Yeah, let's no, let's call it. No job is too big. No fee is too big. <laughs> um this is an astronomical number, and I'm I hate myself for writing it down. I wrote down it. Uh okay, Al, go first. Five hundred fifty million. Oh my god, I am so high. <laughs> uh, ready? For, are you ready for something insane? Yeah. Nine hundred and one million. Nine hundred and one. Yeah. That's a dumb number. <laughs> yeah, it's a dumb number. Eric. Uh, eight fifty. Really? Yep. Rob. Oh, I am a popper. <laughs> 329. Oh my God. I hope it's not that low. Rachel. Oh, it's a, it's a third of a billion dollars. Yeah. No, I hope it's not that low because I tripled it. That's why I don't want it to be low. I'll say 500. Oh my God. Great. I think I am fucked. That's a, the answer to that right there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Hanks is an American actor, director, writer, and producer who has a net worth of $400 million. So, I think, what, Eric's 155 away? He said 850. I said eight, yeah, I was way over. I was way before you are. I was 329. Allison's, I said 550. Allison's 150. I said away. 500. No, yep. Rach stole it from Rach me. Rach got it. No, I said 329. 329. Oh, yeah, Robbie wins. And it was 400, right? Got it. Sorry. Robbie. 9.01, Brendan. Huh? Yeah. I know. I, uh, we've, had pe- we've had people with $6 billion before, so. Right. I know. His domestic lifetime box office gross is more than four point six billion. That's crazy. His world total box office is approximately nine point seven billion. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, this is, that's a, that's crazy. I mean, Harrison Ford maybe. Mm, yeah, maybe. Tom Cruise. Yeah, Harrison Ford. Maybe for Tom Cruise. Maybe. Well, that's just ludicrous. Eric wins a uh, two to one to one, but. Oh. Wow. Two, one. I won. You won because you hated the movie? Maybe. <laughs> All right. Uh, that was uh, The Money Pit, a perfect 80s comedy, despite what certain people think. You got a split decision on whether <laughs> this is, it still holds up. I think it does. I, mean, I, I do too. 
Not if you believe smart people like Roger Ebert and me. Yes, Roger Ebert. Never wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think it's good. It's better than I thought. Watching it all the way through. The comedy as it is right. uh, still works. Um, you could remake this movie nearly identical to what it was and it would still work. It, yeah. Making it just as stupid and everything else. Yeah. The numbers may be fudged with what apartments cost and what houses cost, but yeah. It's great. Yeah. Art Shark. Nice looking wool. Good looking wool. <laughs> I just thought it was good looking wool. All right, guys. That's Money Pit. All right. Hitler pool, Hitler's pool guy. Hitler's pool guy strikes again. <laughs> I am a pizza. Oh, God. All right. Later. I'm sure it does. You never pass the bar in your life. Oh, gosh. That's such a good one. That is one of the best burns I've ever heard in my entire life. It's so great. Shelly Long's best line in the Yeah. Yeah.